Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Thank you for holding over. And, George, you stay right there because I'm going to get to you. But first, let me tell you about Quality Transmission. Quality Transmission is a friend of mine. Bob is a good guy. Bob is a Vietnam veteran. He flew jets in the Vietnam War. Um, he knows right from wrong. He's an Eagle Scout. That means something when I hire young men, so it means something to me that he's an Eagle Scout. And when you look for a transmission shop, it's really important to look at the Better Business Bureau to find out if they have complaints, if they've handled their complaints, and what kind of complaints that they have, and are the complaints even answered. And oftentimes with transmission shops, you'll find all kinds of complaints. But the real common denominator seems to be is they didn't fix my problem, and they charged me a lot of money. Well, that doesn't happen at quality transmission it never has happened at quality transmission and there's not even a single record of that ever happening at quality transmission in tempe so if you want the best shop i know on the east valley then mcclintock north of university in tempe is where bob and steve are at and they're at quality transmission in tempe we were talking to george about uh, a place in payson he said he was 10 12 miles south of that which means he's in rye i already know that is george still on the line by the way jeremy Okay, okay. well, I happened to look it up on the uh, Internet, and I wanted to be absolutely sure. An affordable automotive RV and repair is on 113 West Cedar. George, I also want to tell you that I know quite a few retired law enforcement people up in Payson, and so when I'm looking at a restaurant to go eat, perhaps Mexican food, or, which is my favorite, by the way, or, or Italian or domestic or a little cafe. I trust the people that have been up there 20 years because Payson and that community of Payson Strawberry Pine is all a small community, but everybody knows everything and everybody knows who's playing the game like it ought to be. And I got, every time I turned around, affordable auto repair was the place. And when I looked them up on the internet, they have a five-star rating. Um... And I can tell you with respect to the three or four times that I've actually taken people to them or I have referred people to them, all the people have given uh, affordable a five-star rating. So when you're talking about hoses and belts on your 2003 Frontier, I think they are a, a good place. And I'll tell you something else that kind of surprised me is I, when I got back home after the last alternator thing, I looked up the price on the alternator and he actually charged her less than the list price I would have bought that alternator for here in Phoenix. So either he's trimming his profit margins down a tad, or he's buying better than I am, which I kind of doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of doubt. And, uh, but I was... The, the reverse would have been bothersome to me had his, had his list price on the alternator been 30% higher than mine. I would have probably second-guessed my decision to, to send somebody there. It, it's true that your price is going to swing 10, 15, 20% from the top of our market to the bottom of our market. There's nothing that can be done about that. But, but uh, George, really and truly, and you know what? Put a little pressure on him. Tell him Mark Salem sent you. Tell him he did a, a two-minute commercial on the radio for you <laughs> for free, and I want and you, nothing for it. Oh, Harry, a, a favor. Yeah, and, uh, and, 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 if, and, and if he wants to give anybody a favor, he can give it to George. 
and and it's not going to work out well if 20 people show up Monday morning on, on, with all the names. <laughs> all claiming to be George. All claiming to be George. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Do, um, do you have any maintenance liquids or lotions that you use on a maintenance basis for cars and trucks and your customers? We don't use very much of that stuff. Okay. Um, it's all about return on investment. There okay. are some products over over the years that we found have a use, and we don't sell them to everybody. We sell them to people that we believe they need that product. Okay, you hit the nail on the head. Can I just rephrase what you said? Okay. I'm symptom-driven for those yeah. products. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> and, and, and here's what bothers me. I do radio shows all over the United States, and there is a company that follows me around and buys time on the show and they talk about deposits can accumulate on intake valves injectors ports fuel injectors combustion chambers causing loss of power rough idle hesitation misfire pinging knocking poor gas mileage and hard starting we have 20 or more fuel system cleaners and conditioners that will clean your fuel injectors your throttle body your plenum your air intake your intake valves your ports and remove combustion chamber deposits all of our products restore fuel economy reduce environmentally damaging exhaust emissions and restore the fun of like new drivability to your car please go to com for a shop near you why are you smiling like that i'm smiling because i look i look you know, you know me. I'm a logical guy. I listen mm-hmm. to things. I said, "Well, that could possibly be remotely true." You know, when you're when you're giving me this list of things, and then when they get to all of these products, restore this, give you this, and make you feel that way. Right. I'm thinking, well, that's a lie. <laughs> well, you're right. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. If if you have a a symptom with your car about how it starts, how it drives, and I can use a chemical to change it even for the better or the worse, then I'm on the right track, right? Yeah. There are times we're going to put something in your gas tank and say, come see us in three days. Yeah. There's times we're going to put something in your oil, or some times we're going to fog your intake system. We're going to do something, and we're looking for change to see if we're on the right track. We tell you, this is a guess, but this is a good guess, so I'm going to spend $39 of your money and and blow this fancy smoke up the tailpipe of your car and see <laughs> if there's a problem, see if I can identify the problem. What I disagree with with the whole process is, I'm going to sell these chemicals to a whole bunch of shops. You go to our website, find a shop that we picked, we picked to sell our product. And then you go in there and for two or $300, he's going to fog every orifice of your car and make your car love you. Now, they don't say that. But that's pretty what much what they're saying. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> okay. I, I need to do an, a want ad for my shop. Do you mind? Go ahead. Okay. I, I'm looking for a facility maintenance person. I'm looking for someone with a construction background, perhaps welding, plumbing, electrical. I need someone to see and recognize a problem and then fix the damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) If you walk around the shop and you see that there's a light bulb out, just go get another light bulb. (laughs) (laughs) Clean the drains, clean the car wash bays. Perhaps a bonus would be driving a forklift, driving a tenant 
parking lot sweeper, driving our shuttle bus. It's about 30 hours a week, Monday through Friday. I'm looking for somebody who lives in the Ahwatukee area, the South Tempe area, the West Chandler area, somewhere close by. Somebody that can work in the morning a couple hours, then go home, watch Jerry Springer, whatever they want to do, and then come back later in the afternoon. But the shuttle bus driver is an important part of that, so I want somebody who looks nice and who presents well. I want somebody with no DUIs and a clean driver's license, that kind of stuff. So if you're that kind of a person, then it's a, it's a job with many hats. But I'm trying to encompass facility maintenance with the shuttle bus driver, with the person that takes cars through emissions on, on, for our customers, for, on our behalf. And, you know, we do a commission repair. I don't know if you do it, but we take it through emissions ourselves. Same as we do. Okay. And that way we know that we, we know it's it. fixed. Yeah. we got to recheck our work, make <laughs> sure it's right. And we're still going to charge the customer the $26 if, if it, the second one isn't free, if we've gone right. past the second one. But it's, it's a benefit for the customers, and I, I think they really they appreciate that. Yeah. So anyway, again, facility maintenance person, construction background, welding, plumbing, electrical, seeing and fixing problems, cleaning drains, car wash drain, or cleaning up, running an auger, driving a forklift, driving a tenant sweeper. We'll teach some of that kind of stuff. Driving the shuttle bus 30 hours a week, Monday through Friday, Saturdays and Sundays off. You're a part-time employee. There are certain benefits that are going to be extended to you after a certain percentage of time, after I don't know what the probationary time is. But anyway, if you're that kind of a person, then you'd want to call Salem Boys Auto in Tempe. We're at Warner Road in the I-10 just east, and uh, we're looking for a facility maintenance person. So how was that? I'm picturing somebody, this would be a good semi-retired thing. Yes, sir. You know, there's diversity in this job. There's flexibility in this job. Yep. Um, I can picture there's somebody out there that wants that job. Well, 7.30 to about 8.30, maybe 9, the shuttle bus runs, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I went by the car wash this weekend, or the, the the building in the car wash this weekend, and I had one big fluorescent out at the dry bays at the car wash, and then the, 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 the light over the night drop at the parts room door, it was out. So I, I fixed those Monday. So, actually, Jeff, my parts manager, did the one outside the parts. So every day of my life I see something. I noticed this morning, I don't know if you noticed it, but when you walked in the door, the drinking fountain to your left, the drain's plugged up. So no, there's standing water there, and that bothers me. Yeah. So I, I know who's going to end up it fixing that. It would incense me. It's going to be me. <laughs> I'm looking for someone to replace me. I'm looking for somebody to help me out yeah. on that. So anyway, all right, something else is two-wheel drive, front-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, and all-wheel drive. What's two-wheel drive? Well, two-wheel drive is a misunderstanding because it's probably really one-wheel drive, okay. but it's certainly not all-wheel drive, okay. and it might be. Front wheel drive. It might be rear wheel drive, but either way, it's okay. But in the, in the vernacular of people saying your car has two wheel drive, we're talking about usually, usually rear wheel drive. Rear wheel drive. Yeah. Okay. Front wheel drive is is the front too. Okay. So that that's good. Four wheel drive means what? Four wheel drive is the belief that all four wheels are driving the car to 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 the general public, okay. which is synonymous with all wheel drive. In the general public, there's not a difference. Okay, in the general public, but but may I suggest that the difference between four-wheel drive is this. With four-wheel drive, you can typically pick two-wheel or four-wheel. You have a selection yes, and available. typically low or high ranges, too. Right. You know, but it's a mechanical all, thing. All-wheel drive, you have none of that. No. All-wheel drive is is you have power being delivered in some percentage used that's determined by a computer mm-hmm. to all four tires such as you need it. Yes. Okay? Yep. Now, the problem with all-wheel drive, and this is a problem that has, has really become important, is the all-wheel drive has to have four tires on it that are exactly the same circumference. Big problem. Big well, For problem. many years. It doesn't seem to fix. You know, it's still there. And, and here's why. 
Um, my wife has a Tahoe with an all-wheel drive. She kisses a curb. Well, actually, she blamed me for it, but it wasn't me, Bill. Really, it wasn't me. I, I wasn't driving her Tahoe. <laughs> she kisses a curb, cuts the sidewall of a tire that's at 50%. Yeah, so it costs you four tires if you're going to do it right. I have to. Otherwise, it's risky. Uh, well, and the transfer case is $1,300. Yeah. yeah, it's cheaper to buy the tires. Exactly. And the tires are almost $1,300 because she's got those rubber band tires that are 22 oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. <laughs> the idea is is that we have no choice. We have to buy four tires. Yeah. So those of you with all-wheel drive, and if it says AWD anywhere on your car, yep. Um, you have all-wheel drive, and you don't have the option to push a button to go to two-wheel drive and disconnect the right. front from the rear. Mm-hmm. When you have, when you buy one of those cars, one of the risks that you are more than likely going to run across someday, someday in the life of the vehicle, is you're going to have uh, a tire go bad. You're going to kiss a curb. You're going to run over a nail. You're going to cause a penetration that cannot be fixed. And if your tires are different by about 40% from the new one to the other three, you have to buy four tires. It's not the shop lying to you. It's the truth. If you choose not to do that and choose to drive around with one small tire or one big tire, big rotational, and the other smaller, then the transfer K is going to take a beating and your repair girl is going to start at 1500 and go upwards to $3,000 mm-hmm. because the transfer case's job is to dis- disseminate the power to all four wheels, assuming they're all spinning at the same s- same speed. If the transfer case identifies a problem with one of the tires, it begins to slip clutches to compensate for that tire that's spinning more rapidly or more slower than the rest. How am I doing? Yeah. So, Very good. So all-wheel drive is not, first of all, unless you're living in the mountains, what do you need all-wheel drive for? Okay? You don't need all-wheel drive. There is $5,000 worth of infrastructure in your car that you're probably you never going to use. But you're going to have to maintain it for <laughs> yes. as long as you own it. Which is oil changes and seals, services and maintenance. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, tires. So A little bit of extra fuel every month. Yes, thank you for that. You're exactly right. It's going to cost you a little bit more to, to carry a cart around another 1,000 pounds of <laughs> differential and transfer case. Yeah. So um, it's kind of like having uh, five bills in the back seat or three marks. <laughs> <laughs> Similar. Similar to that. Okay. When we come back, we'll take your call. If you want to call, the lines are wide open, 508-0960, 508-0960. We'll be back right after this. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. I want to do a bunch of things to make American history interesting to our children. This is what I think we really need to start thinking about, is how to make these guys and this history exciting to our children. Because you know what? American history is the second greatest story ever told. And that's my problem with textbooks, by the way. It's not that they're ideological. It's that they're boring. They make this country boring. And it's an exciting country. Weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their a rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. 
and one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Have you heard? Arizona Blue Stake is now Arizona 811. If you're digging for any reason, call 811 first to have underground utilities marked. Protect yourself and the utilities we all rely on every day. Know what's below. Call 811 before you dig or visit Arizona811.com. Sponsored by Arizona 811 in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Scottsdale's biggest home and travel show is coming to Westworld March 28th and 29th. Visit hundreds of home building product and service companies. Bring your plants and compare the best outdoor living and remodeling companies. Explore the Privileges American Express Travel Pavilion for the best prices on your next vacation. Register for vacation giveaways and enter to win 1 million American Express reward points. Don't miss the Scottsdale Home and Travel Show coming to Westworld March 28th and 29th. Free tickets at ExposeAZ.com. That's ExposeAZ.com. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. BFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. The Patriot. The mechanic raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, This ain't good. Timing belts done shrunk one size too small. Welcome back, everybody. 22 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Mark and Bill Conian here. Bill runs the 25th Street Auto. It's it's an Indian school and 25th Street, but the name of it is 25th Street Auto. He's been a friend of mine for many years. He's a really good technician, and for those of you that are in that area, when you honor me and say you want to come see me, I tell you you're better off to go to see Bill because he's right around the corner. And I think that just the other day. It happened just that. the other day. Thank you. All right, we're, we're waiting for people to call in at 602-508-0960. But this is called Paraprosdokians. Wow. Paraprosdokians. I had to sound it out. So I'm, <laughs> I had to, All right, this is Paraprosdokians are figures of speech where the latter part of the sentence or phrase is surprising or unexpected or humorous. Okay? Okay. So this is kind of a Jeopardy thing. Where there's a will... There's a way. No. Where there's a will, I want to be part of it. 
The last thing I want to do is hurt you. I don't know that one. Okay. Well, this is what I want you to from now. The last thing I want to do is hurt you, but it's still on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Since light travels faster than sound, some people appear bright until you hear them speak. Until they open their mouth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's said to me a few times. If I agreed with you... We'd both be wrong. That's exactly right. (laughs) We'd both be wrong. Um, and, And here's the one my wife circled for me. We never really grow up. We only learn how to act in public. And she says, and you've not done that. <laughs> um, you know, it's, uh, there's a couple here. Here's one that I, I, I used to my staff. I didn't say it was your fault. I said I was blaming you. <laughs> this one is one of my favorites. Women will never be equal to men. Well, I have an opinion about that one, but you got one that's probably funnier. Okay, go ahead. If you want to throw yours out there, throw it on the table. Women women are superior to men. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you're taking the adverse to it. All right, here's here's how it says. The women will never be equal to men until they can walk down the street with a bald head and a beer gut and still think they're sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, somebody's... Oh, my wife is calling. Uh-oh. <laughs> but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to push that button and say, I'll talk to you later, and, sweetheart. And she, and she won't be offended okay. <laughs> because she knows you're on the air. You don't need a parachute to skydive. Just to live through it. You just need a parachute to do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you're going to like this one. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more that standing in a garage makes you a car. That's kind of I cool. like that one. Isn't that? I'm going to give it to you again. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. This is another one my wife uses. You're never too old to learn something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married to her 41 years. Do you know what kind of a burden that has been? Do you <laughs> For have her, any... <laughs> <laughs> do you know what kind of a burden that is? Jeremy, do we have any callers? Okay, now listen. If Renee calls... I'm put her at the end of the list. Okay. No problem. I got okay. your back. I All called right. in sick today. Yeah. Tell her Mark's gone. Crystal, good morning to you. Welcome good to Good morning. Uh, I just had a question about uh, one of my uh, a vehicle that I had just bought. Um, and when I go to turn it on, this happened yesterday. Um, I go to turn it on, and then all my lights, like my brake light, my uh, gas engine light, all the battery light, all of them come on at, on at once, and they stay on. Okay, now you stick the key in the ignition and you turn it mm-hmm. to the on position and all these lights light up. Correct. And then you, when you start the car, what happens then? They all stay on. And then okay. I turn it I turn it off and then I turn it back on and then they disappear. Okay. L- let me tell you, what kind of car is it first of all, Crystal? It's an 07 uh, Dodge Charger RT. Okay. Is it kind of fast? Oh, it's very fast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah? Do you let anybody drive it? Can Bill and I kind of take it for a spin? <laughs> yeah, we like fast cars. Uh, can, I, can you bring it by? Sure. <laughs> um, when you turn the key to the on position before the crank or start position, 
the, everything's supposed to come on because it's called a bulb check. Okay. And, and you're supposed to, and no one ever does it, but you're supposed to quickly scan and you know that there's seven lights on or three lights on or whatever, but there's red lights on and that's just a bulb check. When you start the car, by the time you count to five, those bulbs should go, that, all those bulbs should go away and anything that stays on is a defect, there's a problem. Okay. Have you Have you waited that five seconds to see if they go out? Um, my boyfriend actually tells me that I should do that. I don't know if I should do it every, I don't know, remember if he said I should do it every once in a while or every time. Well, here's um, here's what I want you to th try this. Start it up, and, okay. and and the lights are on, and the motor's running, and they're still on. I want you to go ahead and put it in reverse, back up, put it in drive, head to work. In the first five seconds of driving, those lights should disappear. Okay. Are the lights still on when you got to work the next day? Uh, on my dashboard? Yeah. Well, the, ne uh, the next day, like, they go off like they're supposed to. Okay. On the so. one day that they stayed on... Did they stay on all the time? The entire trip? The entire trip? No, I actually turned the vehicle off right away and then waited a, a few seconds, and then I turned it back on. Okay. And then they all went away. If you turn on the key and they come on and you start the car and they stay on, I don't want you to cycle the key again. I just want you to drive it. Okay. And I, and, and I think what Bill and I are trying to say is is that we think that they'll go off within five okay. seconds or so, 1,001. 1002 that kind of thing and okay. so so I think that you'll find that that goes off and I think it's just a matter of it's taking what kind of car did you come out of what kind of car are you comparing this to the one you you had before the the uh, charger the uh, before the charger I had an 01 Chevy tracker okay I think that this probably has more computers on it than your 01 Chevy tracker and I think it's just taken a little bit more time for it to quickly go through all those circuits Okay. So I think you're okay. I, I'm up against a break, but you hold your thought. Crystal, thank you very much for calling. Um, 602-508-0960. When we come back, Bill wants to comment about Crystal's issue on her 07 Chrysler RT. But I didn't really get, did she say she we could take it for a spin or not? Well, she kind of did, but I don't believe her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I'll tell you what. When we get done, we'll go out and take my 06 twin-turbo Corvette for a spin. There's an idea. Okay. And I just want you to know it ran a 10-8 quarter mile. Dang. 10.8. Have you got a Ford that'll run a 10.8? If I slow it down. Okay, good enough. We'll talk about that in a minute. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hi, this is Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. Last week, we made several families very happy when they saved thousands of dollars on private education through our half-off tuition program. Fortunately, we have some vouchers left, and you can still take advantage of this opportunity. If you're interested in private education for next year, you can get a full-year tuition at half the regular price to some of the best private schools in the Valley. You need to go to 960thepatriot.com to see the long list of schools. Most schools offer one to two vouchers, so they will go quick. Go to 960thepatriot.com. Educating our children is so critical, and if you have considered the benefits of private education, take advantage of this offer and tell your coworkers and friends about it. If they have kids, you could save them thousands. Go to 960thepatriot.com to see the huge list of schools participating. Then call us at 602-955-9600. That's 602-955-9600. This is Albert Mogul for townhall.com. When it comes to matters of worldview, matters of truth, and matters of morality, words always matter. That's why I really appreciate an article by Mark Leibovich in the New York Times entitled, You and I Change Our Minds All the Time, Politicians Evolve. To avoid being branded as flip-floppers, politicians must evolve, to use the word they often choose. Leibovich writes, more than any other issue, same-sex marriage has occasioned the most dramatic evolution of the word evolution. President Obama famously said in October 2010, quote, attitudes evolve, including mine, end quote. Leibovich points out that Obama's use of the word evolve became a rhetorical benchmark for how public figures talk about changing their public positions on the topic. In his words, embedded in the word evolving is more than a hint of self-congratulation. It implies that you are headed somewhere better, end quote. Leibovich is precisely right, and we are nowhere near the end of pressure to evolve on the issue of same-sex marriage. 960, The Patriot. All about that theme and automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Well, Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And uh, let me just tell you real quick about Automatic Transmission Exchange. My buddy Phil over at Automatic Transmission Exchange in South Phoenix. Actually, South Phoenix. He's not really South Phoenix. 40th Street in Washington, but that is the southern quadrant. He's been around since 1968, and Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. They have trained technicians who know exactly how all transmissions from the 50s all the way up to 2015, they know 
what they do and how they do it and they know what to test and how to diagnose your car. So if you're looking for a really good transmission shop in the central Phoenix area, Automatic Transmission Exchange, we affectionately call them ATE. They're located at 40th Street in Washington and they've been there since 1968. And you're not there since 1968 if you take advantage of people and have a whole bunch of customers that hate you. Alrighty, let's go to Rex. Rex, good morning to you. How can I help you? Well, I've got two cars. I've got an F-350 Ford. It's a 2012 uh, crew cab. Okay. And it's got the 6.7 in it. But I also have an older Excursion, a 2005 Excursion, that I had some questions on, too. Sure. So which one did you want to start start with? Let's start with the F-Truck. Okay. Um, I've had a bunch of sensors in the exhaust system uh, go out. And, of course, it's all been repaired under under warranty, but it's, it's still an issue that I'm trying to figure out why it's why it's doing that. They've replaced them all. They seem to be short at times on whether they have supply or not, so I just wondered if it was a big deal going around or if I just happen to have one that's got a problem. Well, let me tell you that the biggest piece of trash that, well, Ford's made more than one, but the biggest piece of trash they ever made was the power stroke, that 6 and it took us two or three. And I know that you did the EGR cooler. I know you did the high pressure pump. I know you probably bypassed the oil cooler. I know that you had the injectors done, maybe the head gaskets done. And I know you probably spent $4,000 <laughs> plus on that power stroke trying to fix a bunch of problems that Ford kept secret from us. It weren't your fault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, so, I lucked out. I did. I heard all about it, but I never had the problem. Actually, my, my excursion has a 6 0 in it, and it did swallow it, but it was still under warranty. So. Okay. All righty. Well, last year, I think we did 41 Fords. We had 41 engines apart in the diesels. We had one Duramax, and that was self-inflicted, which means the driver caused the problem. We had one Dodge, and that was self-inflicted. But 41 Fords did we have apart last year, and they were all in the in the 6-liter. On your 6.7, that motor so far has shown to be a good motor. We're not seeing any kind of problems at all, and there are sensors in your exhaust. That's true. We've either got temperature sensors or oxygen sensors or pressure sensors. And what we're doing is is the, you have your particulate filter, so we're going to put a pressure um, in the front or in the back, or a temperature in the front or the back, or an oxygen in the front or the back, because you can use any of those. Depends on your make and model. And we're just going to watch the difference between those two sensors. So if the front sensor is showing 800 degrees and the back sensor is showing minus 32, then we know that the, the particulate filter is not working, and we know it's plugged. If we put a pressure sensor in the front and there's 10 pounds of pressure and there's a pressure sensor in the back and there's 10 pounds of pressure, that means the, the particulate filter is working properly. So we use sensors front and back of different components in the exhaust. For you, I wouldn't worry about it. As, and your emissions warranty, I think on Fords, is 100,000 miles. I'm not sure. I think it, it's a well, narrow I'm component I'm list. Okay. All right. Uh, and what what does happen on newer model vehicles is is oftentimes the technology for us to diagnose them correctly is not available to us, and so nobody really knows. But today, your car might as well be four or five years old. Your 2012, because we know it pretty well now. But when they're a year old, we don't. So God bless the dealership technicians. Sometimes they replace components as they're guessing, and it's not their fault. It's, that's all the option they got. So you may have had three sensors when really only one fixed your problem. That's the first thing I thought about. So don't so don't worry about that. Let's go on to that uh, 05 excursion. Well, I would say one other thing though. Sure. Well, actually, I had multiple problems with the 12. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of the one of the sensors actually shut it down on high temperature. Um, you know, in a in a critical location, and the, and the engine just stopped while I was driving. I, I mean, know, it, but it, it but just... you still had 25 miles an hour. It went into limp mode, right? No, it went off. 
Okay. Because it, it, it said it was on fire. It was like it was reading 2,000 degrees or something. The tailpipe and they just shut the engine off. Okay. It said park safely and they quit. But okay. anyway, um, the other thing that had happened is that it was a, a battery blew up on the darn thing just out of warranty. Just and they called that a use item. Um, okay. So anyway, this well, they, they, when a battery blows up, it's because there's gas on the top of the battery mm -hmm. and because there's a spark. And, and typically that's because we have a cable connection problem or it's typically because for some reason or another we have a tremendous amount of gas on the top of the battery and somehow or another we ignite the gas. When we're charging a battery, if we don't turn the charger off and we pull the cable on the battery and we create a spark on top of a battery that we've just charged, we can pretty much guarantee that we're going to blow all the windows out of the shop. Because when yeah. it blows up, it blows up. So, yeah, um, just poof, yeah. okay. And then let me tell you something about your 2,000 degree temperature. I know what you've been told, but this is what I'm thinking: your motors melted long before 2,000. Your exhaust is melted long before 2,000. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna create a hole in every piston in your motor um, at 11 to 1,200. And then your turbocharged diesel motor, we don't want exhaust gas temperatures to be up in the 11, 12, 1300 range because we know we're going to melt aluminum at that point. Sure. So when I hear a 2000 reading, I know we have a bad sensor. We don't have 2000. We have a bad sensor because 2000 yeah. would melt anything it touched. So I'm not real worried about that. But go ahead. Okay. Um, well, this is off the subject a little bit, but... Uh, the tires on that pickup truck and also the tires on the excursion, typically on the back of them, since I run no loads, I run a lighter, uh, you know, pressure in them. Is that a problem on tires? I mean, I've never had an issue with tires before, but I, I hear you talking about tires failing, okay. and I'm starting to wonder if I have to really run 80 pounds in a pickup that doesn't have any weight in it. Okay, I can answer that, but I'm up against the brake, so you stay right there. Don't hang up, okay. and we're not going to hang up on you, but we'll be right back right after this. There's nothing worse than being stuck in traffic. 960 The Patriot wants to help you do something about it. And that's where the American Federal Rare Coin and Bullion Traffic Center comes into play. Get traffic reports four times an hour or jumpstart your drive home by visiting 960thepatriot.com and click on the Traffic Center banner. There you can create your custom route to and from work. The power of a traffic center right at your fingertips. The American Federal Rare Coin and Bullion Traffic Center at 960thepatriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. 
they have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Are you concerned about outliving your money? How would you like to have guaranteed growth on a lifetime of income you could never outlive? Join Dan Bethel for the Safe Money Radio Show Sunday at 7 and 7.30 a.m. You can also call Dan Bethel now for your free customized Safe Information Money Kit and 115-page Safe Money Book at 866-555-SAFE. That's 866-555-7233. Wildfires burn millions of acres each year. And each year, wildland firefighters like Fire Chief James Hall battle to contain them. But they can't do it alone. A single ember that escapes from a wildfire can travel more than a mile. It can ignite and destroy your home, your community, or more. That single ember can be just as dangerous as the wildfire itself. But you can do something firefighters can't. You can act now to prepare your home and your community for wildfire. You can reduce the risk. Do your part. Go to fireadapted.org. Get fire adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to run through this quickly, but let me tell you real quick about IMM Auto Service, which is in Tempe, and they've been around since 1972. Here's why IMM Auto Service is on my list, because they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So if you have a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, or an Alfa Romeo. Bill, um, don't, do, you, do technicians quake in their boots when they see a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, and an Alfa Romeo? Yeah, that's not my target market. Exactly. <laughs> and these guys do such a wonderful job, and they make me look like heroes because people with those kinds of cars go there, and they go, wow, these guys know these cars, and that's because they specialize in them. So IMM it prioritizes your work. They're going to offer you a to-the-penny estimate, and they're going to give you a great warranty, and they're close to ASU. So a- IMM Auto Services is in the northeast quadrant of the city of Tempe, and they're really good guys. Hey, Rex, on your tire issue... Um, you're going to want to never drop below the sticker pri- the sticker number on the door, on the driver's door, or on the driver's door area. You don't drop below that because that's the minimum amount of air that tire needs to handle the load. In reality, you could drop three or four pounds below that if you you only had one butt in the seat and you didn't have it loaded with all your buddies and all their golf clubs or some horses or something like that if you're running what we call empty. But I don't want you to vary much more than 5% less than that sticker number. And as far as 80, that's going to be on the maximum on the tire. And that's, again, when you're fully loaded, loaded to the gills. You should have 80 pounds of cold air pressure in your tires. 
but I don't know what the door sticker says, but I'm guessing you're going to be about 44, 45 on all those tires, um, and maybe 65, but I doubt if the sticker says 80. All righty? Mm -hmm. Okay. And you had one more um, question? Uh, well, actually, i got a couple, but I'm going to finish, we're going to finish on this 350. I, I actually have a kind of an alignment issue I want you to maybe uh, okay. answer for me. Um, the, the truck got damaged on a on the front fender at the dealership. By by the way, while they were working on one of these <laughs> warranty issues, okay. And um, so they ended up putting a whole new fender on it, and um, front wheel and a tire and a bumper. And um, when I got when I had it in there, I said, since that wheel got hit, you know, could you just look at? Because I had and I drove it for like two weeks after this happened before I got in the shop, and they I said, just look at that and be sure that it's not out of alignment. And so. What happened is they got in there and the guy drove it and he rode it up and said, "Oh, it pulled to the right terribly," which I'd never experienced. And uh, supposedly it's fixed up now and it's supposedly neutral. But now I am pushing the wheel to the right all the time to keep the truck going straight. Okay, right. uh, it's wanting to run left all the time. And I and I had it back right. in. They said, "Oh no, it's fine." Okay, so. all right. So you've already given them a chance to to fix it, and they say, "No, it's fine." And it's not the way you wanted it. So the, the the real proof of the pudding is is put it on the alignment rack and find out why you've got it, why you're you're having to counter steer the truck, which is not acceptable and it's not normal. And the fact that they put a tire and wheel means that they did damage the front end. First thing you want to do is is have somebody else drive it down the highway and you be in a car behind them and you swing to the left and swing to the right and make sure the back end of that truck isn't doglegging down the road. Let's make sure the back is following the front. From that point on, you can take it to a really good alignment shop. What part of town do you live in? All around 15th and Northern Avenue. Know anybody up there that's really, really good with an alignment? Probably call Kelly Clark at Bell Road and 40th Street. I can tell you, uh, we we do lots of alignments on four-wheel drives that have been lifted and lowered, and we are really, really good at what we do. If you want to come to us on Warner and I-10, you're going to talk to my son, Alan. And Alan's going to take your truck and drive it, and then he's going to fix your truck. And he'll tell you how much, and guaranteed he's going to fix your truck. So we have to determine whether the pull is related to the tires or an alignment issue. And one of the things he's probably going to do is swap the front tires left to right. Because if the pull moves with the tires, then we have a tire issue. We don't have an alignment issue. But if the pull stays the same after we swap the front tires back and forth, then we put the backs on the front. And if this still stays the same, we have an alignment problem. And at that point, we put it on the rack and we go, oh, there's three degrees side-to-side -side variation on the caster, and we're only allowed one. So let's bring that back into spec. Oh, well, that's going to create a little offset to the left. The camber pulls to the right an offset. So now we have even offsets, one left, one right, instead of both left or both right. And now we're well within parameters. Boom, we're done. And you're out the door for about $150. And I'm assuming we're going to rotate the tires two or three times on that. So that's how it all works. All righty. Thank you very much, Rex. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is the only shop bill in Mesa that's on my list. And you know why? It's because they've been around since 1970. They have ASC certified technicians. They're really, really good people. And Brian and Thelma is husband and wife. And when you meet Brian and Thelma, I mean this is the utmost uh, as the utmost compliment. Brian's the kind of guy that you would like to have your daughter bring home. <laughs> <laughs> and Thelma's the kind of lady you would like your son to bring home. Now, they're happily married, and I'm not suggesting that they're otherwise. I'm just trying to draw a mental picture for what Brian and Thelma look like and act like when you go to Thompson's Auto Repair. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley. Great place, honest place, good guy. 
Okay, Joe, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you? I guess, sir, I've got this uh, 01 Oldsmobile Silhouette minivan, and uh, when I turn the key on, sometimes it says track off, sometimes it says track on. Uh, I have a problem with the track light. Does okay. that mean anything? Can I drive with it the way it is? Yes, and you know what color is the light? It's uh, yellow. Good. And, and we're going to go back to, now I know I know your wife told you different, but I'm going to tell you that yellow means caution, yellow means continue to drive your car, yellow means it's okay, I have everything under control, and yellow in a traction light and an ABS light says, I've disabled that system and you still have what you had before. So I'm going to disable the traction control, so you just keep driving it. Red means stop. Okay. I don't care what your wife said to you, red means stop. So yellow means nothing. Now, with a traction control light, what's the number one reason do you think that uh, we have a traction control light? Well, sometimes it's Pepsi and the shifter and the button's all stuck. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And and, and, and I, for me, 75% of the time on a traction control light, I'm going to replace or fix a wheel sensor because it's lost track of one of the four wheels. Sure. So your traction control is the computer's ability to help you keep the car going down the road straight. So if you get the car sideways, the computer will apply the brakes and straighten your car out for you. You've lost that symptom. It's not there no more because the light's on telling you it's not there anymore. So if you want to have it fixed, you go in and say, I have a traction control light on. How much is my diagnostic? And the answer should be between $75 and $150. And then you'll call me with an estimate. Yes. And the answer is yes. Then you say fine. And then when they call you with an estimate, you say to them, is this a guess or a fix? Because if it's a fix, I'm not interested. Okay. And if it if it's a guess, I'm not interested. If it's a fix, I'm interested. Okay, one other question. Is okay. a Kiwi, Kiwi's good car? I've got Kiwi. Uh, Kia. Are they good cars? Pretty good cars? Uh, they, they were not. When they first came to the United States, Kia and Hyundai were huge piles of junk, but I want to tell you in the last six, seven years, yes. I have been very impressed with the quality of the car, okay. and they are quite different than they were in the early 2000s. Bill, you want to comment? I, I have to agree. They've gotten much, much better. Now, there's still marketing going on there. They create the illusion of the world's best car because they have a quote-unquote 100,000-mile warranty. That is a limited warranty, and it is designed to, to uh, make you believe that it's a great car. Um, I wouldn't call it a great car, but it's no longer something you need to be afraid of. It's improved very, very much. To both the Korean, the, the Kia and, and Hyundai, which I guess are owned by the same company. It's brothers. It's brothers. It's Korean companies, brothers. But what, what, what you're saying is, is it's, it says it's got a 100,000-mile car, but that's not true. It's a 60,000-mile bumper-to-bumper, but it's only drivetrain from 60 to 100. They just forget. That's in the little bitty print that you have to <laughs> pause your TV to read. But their their warranty is no different than Chevy and the F car and the Chryslers and the Toyotas and the Hondas and all the rest of them. But it is a good car, and they do look nice and they do ride nice and mm -hmm. people that have them like them. So okay. that's your answer, okay? Good, thank you. Thank you, thank Lynn. You're up next. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, uh, about uh, four months ago, my car wouldn't start, and I had to get a rebuilt starter put in. Okay. And now I'm starting to have a similar problem. Uh, several times a day when I go to turn the key on, it doesn't catch the first time, and I'm just wondering if this start if this starter's going out. When you say it doesn't catch, it just spins, and it doesn't crank the motor over. Um, There's a gear clash, but the motor doesn't turn over. You let go of the key, and then you hit it again. Uh, yeah, I turn it, and it sounds like it, but it just doesn't seem to catch, and then I release it, and then I hit it again, and then it starts a second time. Okay, now listen to me carefully. Yes. When you hit the key, is there any noise or nothing? Uh, 
I think there's noise, but I really don't remember. Is there noise of a clicking, or is there a noise like you're trying to start the car and the engine's already running? Oh, it sounds like it's trying to start, but the engine, the motor isn't running. Okay, so it sounds like it tries to start. So when you hit the key, instead of going, it goes like this, like that. Which one? I think it's more of a clicking sound. Okay. Well, you have to do better than that in order for us to diagnose it, because if it's a clicking sound, it could be the solenoid, and if they put the starter in, did they transfer the old solenoid to the new rebuilt starter? So a solenoid can cause a clicking problem. If there is no noise, it probably is the solenoid or the starter, and if it sounds like the car's already running, that's the starter drive, and that is part of the rebuilt starter that you just had installed. I think what you should do is is learn how to make it happen and take it back to the shop that did the repair and show them what you're talking about. Uh, there's no way I can make it happen. It just happens occasionally, several times a day, and other times it starts right up. But okay. I went back to the shop and I told him about it, and he said that there's no way of really checking that it really, when it really gets bad, bring it in. Well. That's because you're not helping us any. <laughs> you, we need you to, to do a better job in describing it. I mean, I have women who say, I hit the key and it goes, click, 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 click. I have women who say, when I hit the key, it goes, I have women who say, when I hit the key, it sounds like the motor's already running. There's a clash of gears and spinning things. No, it doesn't sound like it's running. It's more of a clicking sound. Okay. Well, again, like I said, it, 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 if it's a that could be a battery as well. So it may not be the starter. That could be a low-voltage condition caused by a problem with the battery or the battery connection. So to answer your question, it could be the starter, it could be the solenoid, or it could be the battery. Thank you very much, Lynn. Good luck to you, buddy. Buddy, John, you're up next. How can we help you? Hi. Quickly, I need a sanity check. I have a... I've been listening to your station for a long time, your program for a long time. I Thank love you. it. Thank anyway, you. Um, I have a 92 Toyota pickup, R22 RE engine, and um, uh, until about two years ago, it was a great, everything was running great, love the car. Uh, I blew a hose, he, uh, heater hose, and then started having heater problems. I Okay, uh, you have to hurry. I only got two minutes. I know. I uh, finally, well, anyway, I had had to replace the head. It's gone about two years. It started overheating again, I'm, and the truck is down. Now, okay. I tried to decide whether to get another truck. I took what I thought was your advice, and I thought, okay, I'm going to just drop another engine in it, a new engine. And uh, I ordered the engine this morning, but I need to know a standard check. Am I making sense to do that on a 360,000-mile car that is in otherwise very good shape. Okay, okay. Does it use oil before this last overheat? Did it use oil? No. Did it smoke? No. Did it no. smoke? Did it pass emissions? No. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why you're putting a motor in it when this could be something that's very simple. I think you should have appropriately diagnosed or had diagnosed the motor and the overheat problem that you have because you could have lost a, a water pump impeller, you could have a plugged radiator, and you could have a thermostat that's either backwards or, or came apart or something like that. I think there's too many different things. I mean, all I have is a coffin. You're going to do a heart transplant. 
and you might install a new engine in a car that's still going to overheat. And and that's a real big issue because if you do that, then you're going to really feel bad. Anyway, we're going to continue this conversation. I want you to email me at mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com. Let me tell you about Larry Harker's Auto. They've been around since 1967, 19, or 38th Avenue in Indian School. You just can't do wrong. And here's why, because a lot of the shops in his geographical area use him for diagnosis. That means he's really, really good. Larry Harker's Auto Repair since 1967 at 38th Avenue and Indian School. Good place. Bill, thank you for spending your Saturday with me. Everybody else, God bless you.